Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. day 36 of our turnaround prayers. As we come in this evening, I just want to remind you, as I remind myself of the scripture that we're hinging our prayers on. And I'm going to read Psalms 1 to 6 in the TPT version. It says, restored, that's the header or the title in my Bible, and it says, it was like a dream come true when you freed us from our bondage and brought us back to Zion. We laughed and laughed and overflowed with gladness. We were left shouting for joy and singing your praise. All the nations saw it and joined in saying, the Lord has done great miracles for them. Yes, he did mighty miracles and were overjoyed. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts drenched again. Those who sow their tears at seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out carrying their seed to sow, but they will return with joyful laughter and shouting with gladness as they bring back armloads of blessing and a harvest overflowing. As we come in tonight, I just want us to just center our hearts on this great God who has given us his promises. And as we come in, it's day 36. The Bible reminds us that our expectations will not be cut short. So as we come in this evening, I just want us to just begin to thank God. If you take a look back at the last 35 days, or even if today is your first day joining the fast, can we just begin to magnify the Lord? Can we begin to exalt him? Lord, this evening as we come in, we give you praise, we give you glory and honor and adoration that's due to your name. We thank you for your loving kindness, Father. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your might. Lord, thank you for your heart of love towards us. Lord, where would we be without you? Lord, this evening, even as we come, we bless you. We set our gaze upon you. Who is there like unto you, O God? You are amazing. You are great and greatly to be praised. None compares to your might, none compares to your power. Lord, this evening, I bow my knee in worship. I acknowledge that there is no God like you. The great I am that I am. The one who is the God 
who opens doors that cannot be shut. The one who shuts doors that cannot be opened. The one who is merciful. The one who is kind. The one who is the lion, yet is the lamb all at the same time. The one who is my Lord and the one who is my Savior. As we come tonight, oh God, we, your people, come. We acknowledge you alone as God. Lord, this evening, we ascribe all the glory that is due to you. We ascribe it to you even as we come. We thank you, O oh God, for the many miracles that you have already performed, Lord, even in this last 35 days, O oh God, as we're on 36 days, as it's the 36th day today. Lord, if we had a million tongues, it will not be enough to tell of your wonders of kindness, your generosity of heart. Tonight, Lord, I bring my worship and my praise to you, O God. It is in you that we live and move and have our being. Father, I thank you this evening because your word says that in your presence, there is fullness of joy and their pleasures forevermore. Lord, I worship you this evening. I acknowledge you, the one who made the sun, the stars, the moon, who is there like unto to you, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Jehovah Rohi, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah El Roy. This evening, Lord, I worship you. Jehovah Shikenu, Jehovah Makadesh, Makina Masekelebo Sokorobo Yege, Reketenege Zigelemo Sokorobo Shika. We've had full of adoration. Lord, tonight I come. We come to say thank you, oh God. We thank you. Thank you for the great things that you have already done in our midst. Thank you for the things that you're doing even now. And thank you, oh God, for that which you have prepared for us, oh God. Tonight, Lord, we come and we say thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Father, let our thanksgiving from a grateful heart, let it be acceptable in your sight, oh God. Father, let the aroma of our thanksgiving, oh God, let it bring you glory. Let it bring you honor tonight, oh God. If we had a million tongues, it would will not be enough, oh God, to tell of your goodness, to tell of your kindness, to tell of your mercies, oh God. Lord, tonight the words we have are not enough, oh God, but Lord, we ask that you will just hear this praises from a grateful heart, for the one that you have saved, the one that you have loved, the one that you have delivered, the one that you have chosen. Lord, tonight we come and we say thank you, oh God. Thank you for being the good shepherd. Thank you for being the lover of our souls, the bishop of our souls. This evening, Lord, we come to say thank you, oh God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's give him thanks. This Lord, this God is worthy of our praise and adoration. Lord, words are not enough. Lord, as we think of your goodness, all we can say, oh God, is hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the name. Thank you for access that we have. Thank you that you're the help of the helpless, the hope of the hopeless. Lord, tonight we come, oh God, our ever-present help in time of need, the one who is not a stone, that when we cry out to hear the cries of our heart, Lord, tonight we worship 
worship you in the beauty of your holiness. Oh, we look to you, oh God, we worship you. King of kings, Lord of lords, we worship you. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. We say you are worthy, worthy to receive all our praise, worthy to receive all our glory. Oh, tonight we just throw, we heap it upon you, oh God. Father, we heap it upon you, oh God. We will not be a thankless people. We will not run ahead, oh God. We take a moment to think about the things that you have done, oh God. When there was no help, you were the one who came. When there was nobody, Lord, you came. When there was nothing, Lord, you were the one who brought. Lord, tonight we come to say thank you. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For the things that you have delivered us from. If it was not for you, what would we be saying today, Lord? We thank you, oh God, for the places of honor that you put us in. And we look and we say, this has to be about you, oh God. Lord, tonight, thank you for your overwhelming, unending, relentless love that continues to chase after each one of us, oh Oh God, oh God, what love, what love, see what love the Father has bestowed that you and I are called the children of God. Lord, this evening we thank you for the privilege of sonship. We thank you for access through the shed blood of Jesus. Thank you that we come as your children. We do not come as slaves, oh God. We come as the ones that you have chosen, the ones that you have called king and priest, the ones that you love so much, the ones that you're invested in our lives, oh God, the ones that you have chosen to turn the world around, the ones that you have chosen to be your representatives, to be your ambassador here on earth. Tonight, Lord, we thank you. What a privilege, oh God, what a privilege, what an honor to be called yours, oh God, to belong to the one. I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. Lord, that we're one with you as Jesus is, so are we. Oh, Father, thank you for this great revelation of your love and your plan and purposes. Thank you for your commitment in the name of Jesus. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Brothers and sisters, as we come in tonight, you know, I want the posture of our hearts to be one of those who know that God is with them. God is always concerned about what we believe, much more than what we say. And as we continue in prayer, I just want to read parts of Ephesians 1 to you and I, so that as we advance in prayer, you see yourself seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're not coming here to beg. We're coming to take what belongs to us. This is my inheritance. This is your inheritance. Ephesians 1, I'm going to start from verse 1. It says, my name is Paul. Dear friends, my name is Paul, 
and I was chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus the Messiah. By virtue of you giving your life to Christ, you have been chosen. I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus, the anointed one. You and I are called to be one with Jesus. May God himself, the heavenly father of our Lord Jesus Christ, release grace over you and impart total well-being into your lives. Verse 3 says, Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus. I want you to think about that because it's always about what we know and what we believe. It's saying that every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm there's a storehouse in heaven where you and I are going to access tonight to pull down what has already been allocated for our portion for us to fulfill God's plans and purposes here on earth. It's all in Jesus. It's through Jesus. It says, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself. The Bible says in Psalms 119-130 that the entrance of the word of God, it brings life. Sometimes the turnaround that we're looking for is for the truth of God's word to go deep into our lives. In John 17, it talks about how the word of God sanctifies us. So even as we're reading this scripture, this is prayer, allowing the truth to take hold of us, to take off any limitations. This is my belief tonight, that this is what the Lord is doing right now, that as you allow the truth of the word of God that is active and alive, as it says in Hebrews 4.12, that any chain will begin to come off us any limitations, any mindset that is not in line with the will of God. It takes the right mindset to enter into your promise. And he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Jesus Christ already purchased our holiness, righteousness. So as we come in tonight, we come in with reverence, but we're coming in knowing where we're positioned. God and the devil are not on the same level. And we're not focusing on the devil tonight. We're focusing on the truth of the word of God that's going to set us free and is going to send the enemy running and scampering away. Verse five to six says, for it is always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one. Why are you worried? Why are you looking for what is not lost when you have already been adopted? Why are you trying to make things happen for yourself when you have a father who cares so much for you? He goes on to say the anointed one so that his tremendous love that cascades over us will glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved son, one Jesus, he has for us. 
Think about that. You and I are just as loved as Jesus is by the Father. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. Since we're now joined to Christ, we've been given the treasures of redemption by his blood. This is part of what we're accessing tonight. The treasures that, has been, that have been apportioned to each one of us through the shed blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. This superabundant grace is already powerfully working in us, releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. I'm going to just ask that we take this prayer point, the turnaround that we're, we're asking the Lord for, we're being reminded here, there's a superabundant grace that's already working in us. And he goes on to say, releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. There's another scripture that says that the wisdom of God is formed within us. And I just want us to begin to cry out. I think in James as well, he talks about how we should cry out for wisdom. I want us to ask for wisdom from the Lord. If you think about the example of the prodigal son, he came to himself. So wisdom spoke to him and said, what are you doing here? You need to get up and go home. There's a place for you. There are things that the Lord has taught for you. So can we cry out tonight to God and say, Lord, would you give me the wisdom that I need for the turnaround that I'm asking you for? The word of the Lord says in Psalms 32, 8, that instructs us with his eyes. Lord, tonight we, your children, come and we stand in the gap for every single person who is a part of Jesus' house, and we cry out, oh God, Father, the wisdom that is needed, Lord, I ask, oh God, that the spirit of wisdom will rest upon us, oh God, Lord, where we're looking for solutions, oh God, where we're crying out to you for breakthrough, oh God, would you speak to our hearts, oh God, Lord, we receive wisdom tonight, oh God. We receive wisdom, oh God. Father, your ways are not our ways, oh God. But tonight we cry out to you, oh God, for wisdom, oh God. We ask for divine wisdom, oh God, to unlock mysteries, oh God. We ask for the spirit of revelation to rest upon us, oh God, so that that which we are not able to see, we will begin to see, oh God. It takes eyes to see as you see, oh God. Lord, tonight we cry out to you, oh God. We've come for our portion, oh God. We ask for spiritual wisdom, oh God. Oh God, let your wisdom be formed in us, oh God. That we will not be groping in the daytime as if it is nighttime, oh God. Your desire is to instruct us, oh God. Lord, you know the key to open that door. You know the key that needs to go in, oh God. And your word says you have given us the keys oh God. Lord we posture our hearts are right oh God. We silence all the lies of the enemy oh God. We focus on you oh God. We cry out to you our good shepherd tonight oh God. Let your wisdom be formed oh God within each one of us oh God. That which we were not able to see oh God. Let it become clear to us 
in the name of Jesus. The next step, the right decision, oh God. Oh, wisdom is calling. Tonight we hear your call, the spirit of wisdom, oh God. It takes wisdom to build. That's what Proverbs 24 from verse 3 says. Lord, tonight we cry out to you for wisdom from above, oh God. Wisdom that is not canal, oh God. The way of the kingdom is different. There's a way we live in the kingdom, oh God. Lord, sift the wheat from the chaff, oh God. Oh, where the enemy has deceived us, we come tonight, oh God. We receive the spirit of wisdom. Let your truth, let it sanctify us, oh God. That Christ in us, the hope of glory. With you, oh God, we can leap over walls. We can run through troops, oh God. With you, when we speak to a mountain to move, it moves, oh God. Oh, Father, let the revelation of who we are in you, let it come alive, oh God. Let it take somebody out of a relationship that is the wrong relationship. Even now, in the name of Jesus, oh, someone that's been intimidated by the enemy, let the truth shake it off and say, no, I know who I am. Christ in me, the hope of glory. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but God has given me a spirit of power. Oh, Father, let power arise tonight in the name of Jesus, that we may begin to see ourselves as you see us, oh God. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You cannot enter what God has for you if you do not see yourself as God sees you. Lord, tonight, let every veil, let every life from the pits of hell to hinder, to limit, oh God. Let it be dispelled through the truth of your word tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh, we will not settle for less. There's so much more in you, oh God. Oh, we arise, oh God, like lions and lionesses, oh God. We thank you for your word in Numbers 20, 20, 23, 23. It says, no divination, no enchantment, oh God. Every attempt to control our minds, oh God, to distort, oh God, to affect our minds, we reject it, oh God. We're called of the Lord, yes. With the Lord, we can run through troops. We're head and not tail. We're above and not beneath in the house of the righteous. There's well, there's always sounds of rejoicing. Lord, this is our portion, oh God. This is our portion. You said we'll be like a tree planted by the river of living water, bringing forth our fruit in due season. This is that due season, oh God. The set time to favor us is now, oh God. Lord, we take our positions, oh God. We enter, oh God, into all the doors over the nation, oh God, over this nation, oh God, and whatever your nation is in. I want you to begin to declare that we access through the keys that the Lord has given us. Every area that the Lord wants us to access in the name of Jesus. Oh, lift up your head, oh ye gates, be lifted up. That the King of glory would come in in the United Kingdom. Lift up your head. We speak to ancient doors to open up now because we come as a representative of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The glory of the Lord must be seen in this nation. We cry out to you. You, oh God, we take our positions, oh God. Oh, we cry out to you, oh God. The one that was captured has now become the, capt the captor. In the name of Jesus, 
Sheke. We speak to strangers to come out of their hiding places. Impostors sitting on thrones that belong to the children of God. In this nation, we come against you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We come in the name of the kingdom that is at hand, the kingdom of God that is within us. We come. Oh, Father, Makina I pray over every sphere of society in this land. Makina we unseat all those that are seated who are not in line with the will of God. Oh, we enthrone and we begin to, to put the people that have the heart of the king, the heart of God on this seat in the name of Jesus. Lord, you're the one that said we should seek the peace of the land where we're in. We begin to ask for a turnaround, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm reading verse 9. It says, And through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us. The hidden mystery of his long-range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. And because of God's unfailing purpose, this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all the ages finally reaches its climax. When God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. Verse 11, through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny that we will fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. So we're going to pray concerning our destinies. This scripture reminds you and I that our lives are not our own. We don't make up our own destinies. The king declares what he wants each one of us to be, and it is in our relationship and union with the king that we begin to find out the things in us that are hidden in him. You know, I'm reminded of the story of Peter in the Bible. And when he said who Jesus was, Jesus' response was, now he will make him a fisher of men. He thought it was just fishing for fish. So it is in God that we find out. Ephesians 2, um, in 11 to, Ephesians 1, 11 to 12, in the message translation, because now we're going to pray for ourselves. Let me read it to you. And I believe that as a result of this prayer, there's going to be some relocations physically and in, spiritually as well. It says it's in Christ, that's verse 11 to 12 in the message version of Ephesians 1. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose is working out in everything and everyone. And I want us to cry out to God tonight. Our lives are not our own. I love the scripture. It says he had designs on us for glorious living. You and I carry the glory of God. But the glory of God cannot shine if you're not in the right location. It takes being in the right location because when you're in the right location, you will attract all the provision. God wants his children 
to be located in all the different areas. If there's a time our world needs God's children, this is now. We can't afford to just sit and not take our place. And I just want us to cry out to God tonight. I don't know what your relationship like with God is. I don't know how you've seen God. But even from the scriptures that I'm reading, you know that God's heart towards us is love. God wants you to be connected to him. God wants you to come close so that he can reveal your best life to you. Your best life would only be found in him. There is no plan that you have that can be better or greater than what God has for you. So as we pray tonight, I'm praying, believing God that he will give you a hunger. The Bible says we should set our hearts on things unseen. The realms and there are things that relate to you that no eye has seen. As it says in 2 Corinthians, I think, 2.9, no ears heard, 1 Corinthians, what the Lord has prepared. Can we begin to pray in the spirit as Pastor Agu was reminding us yesterday? It does not yet appear who I would be or who you would be. Only the Lord knows. Can we cry out to him tonight? The turnaround is really about being at the heart of God's will. It is about being in divine alignment. It is about saying, Lord, your will, not mine, oh God. Oh, tonight we cry out concerning our destinies, oh God. Destinies of children in this church, oh God. Destinies of men and women, oh God. Destinies of families, oh God. Lord, we cry out to you, oh God. Oh, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard what you have prepared, oh God. But we discern it by the Spirit that there is more, oh God. There is a place in you, oh God. There is that city that you have built, oh God. That which is in the spirit realm, oh God. Oh, we see through the eyes of faith, oh God. We begin to call those things that be not as if they are, oh God. Oh, we come for our portion, oh God. Lord, like Caleb, we want our inheritance, oh God. You're not man that you would lie, oh God. That's which you have shown us, oh God. In quiet moments, oh God. In dreams of the night, in visions, oh God. Where you have revealed to each one of us, oh God. What you have prepared, oh God. Where we've had prophetic words, oh God. Lord, we say yes to you, oh God. You are not man that you would lie. Have you not said, will you not do, oh God? Our eyes are upon you, oh God. Your word says, those who look to you are radiant. Lord, tonight we come. Oh, we look to you, oh God, the God who never lies. The God who never fails. The one whom there is no shadow of turning with. We cry out to you tonight, oh God. Lord, your word says, oh God, that on Mount Zion there will be deliverance. And the children of Joseph, Jacob will possess their possession. That's what your word says, 
oh God, we come tonight, oh God. How can it be, oh God? Oh, how can it be, oh God, that princes are walking, oh God? Oh, how can it be, oh God? And beggars are on horses. Surely that cannot be you, oh God. Lord, we remind you of your word, oh God. Lord, you gave our father Abraham promises, oh God. And where the seed of Abraham, surely, oh God, we remind you tonight, oh God, of the promise you gave our father, oh God. Oh, you said through us, oh God, the earth will be blessed, oh God. Lord, we come tonight, oh God, raise up in our midst, oh God. Raise up men and women, oh God, in our generation, oh God, and in the generations to come, oh God, that there will be people, oh God, who will do curious works, oh God, that it shall be said that they know their God and they're doing strong exploits. We cry out for the Daniels, for the Joseph, for the Esthers, oh God, for this is now the time, oh God, we come for inheritance, oh God. Oh, Father, that your people will be willing in the day of your power, oh God. These are such days, oh God. The days of your power, oh God. We cry out tonight, oh God. Oh, we cry out, oh God. Men and women filled with your spirit, oh God. We cry out to you, oh God. Oh, we dare to believe you, oh God. Oh, we dare to believe you, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. You're not man that you would lie. Oh you are the God who does exceedingly, abundantly, far above all we could ask or imagine. Oh, we cry out to you, oh God. Lord, we cry out to you, oh God. We cry out. Oh, we cry out to you, oh God. Oh, Rahana Ramaseke. On behalf of that generation, we cry out, oh God. Oh, we cry out to you, oh God. We remind you, oh God, of the covenants you made with those that went ahead of us. Oh, tonight we remind you of those covenants, oh God. We remind you of the blood of Jesus that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Let your blood speak, oh God, concerning us as a church. Let your blood speak concerning this nation. 
Let your blood speak, Lord. Mahende remo seke. Jekina nakasike lemo soko. Lord, your word says you came to set the captives free. Let your blood speak, oh God, concerning your children. Let your blood speak, oh God, Father. Your word says, shall the prey be taken from the captive. In Isaiah 49, oh God. Lord, we cry out to you, oh God. Every form of captivity, oh God. Concerning our destiny as your children. Let the blood of Jesus speak, oh God. Lord, tonight we cry out to you, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We're still praying and I'm going to read some more of Ephesians and then we'll head on to look at the story of the Shunammite woman. Because there's so many prayer points that we can get from it. So I was reading in the message, verse 11 to 12, where we talked about you and I have been designed for glorious living. Jesus became poor that we might be rich. He was sick so that you and I would be healed. We have an inheritance. And we come tonight, Lord. We want more, Lord. <laughs> we want more, Lord. We want more. We want more. We want more. Can we cry out to God concerning our church? Lord, we want more. The promise you gave us. You're not man. <laughs> you don't lie, Lord. We cry out tonight, oh God, the promise you gave concerning Jesus' house, oh God. The promise you gave concerning your church, your bride. We come and we cry out, oh God. Lord, we cry out, oh God. We cry out, oh God. Oh, we cry out about the mysteries of what your church will be, oh God. Oh, we cry out, oh God, we want that, Lord. That which you have written concerning your church, oh God. That which is in the books, oh God, we cry out for. Lord, we cry out, oh God, concerning your church. Have mercy, O oh God, in your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. So we're still reading. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for supernatural help that's coming to your church for the harvest. Thank you for the day of power. Just like he was in the day of Elijah, it will be said of your church, a powerful church, a holy church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That your church will reflect your beauty. Oh, your church will reflect your beauty. Thank you, oh God. 
that you're washing us, you're washing us, you're washing us. You're purifying us, oh God, to be the sharp battle axe. Help us, oh God, we say yes. Yes, oh God, to your refining, yes. Yes, to your pruning, oh God. That we would come out, oh God, as diamond, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, um, verse 13 now says, it's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This down payment from God is the first installment on what's coming. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us. A praising and glorious life. I want us to pray. You know, the Bible says in is it Isaiah 1, 19, that if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. Even from the scriptures that we've read, you see that God's heart is one of generosity. So the issue is not really God. It's to do with our readiness. I think it's in Galatians 4, 1 or 1, 4 that talks about as long as a child remains a child, they're no better than a servant. Meaning that if they have an inheritance, they cannot be given that inheritance until they're mature enough. I want us to pray for the church and we're using ourselves as a point of contact that the Lord would do a work in us so that the glory that he wants to rest upon his church will rest upon his church. I want us to pray that we would love the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind. That we would be like Jesus who said, Father, not my will, but your will. Can we cry out today? We're asking the Lord to make us ready. The Bible says in John that those who love God are those who obey him. I want us to cry out that the spirit of holiness the spirit of um, reverence for the Lord will come upon us afresh. That we will begin to be that set apart, sanctified people that even before we speak, we will, we will think about what we're speaking. That we would let our lives do the speaking. Can we cry out to God that we will be a people who wants his heart, not just his hands. Lord, would you make us a people who genuinely love you? Lord, teach us to love you, oh God. Teach us to love you. Oh, teach us to love you, oh God. It is not enough to be used by God. You know the scripture in Matthew where Jesus said, get away from me. I know you not. It is not about doing exploits. Is it about loving him? When we love him, everything that is his is ours. Everything that belongs to him belongs to us. But we must resemble the one who's called us is. Lord, tonight I'm asking for an outpouring of your spirit of sonship to come upon us, oh God. Lord, I'm asking that you refine our love, you refine our heart, oh God. Lord, we all bring, can we all bring our love for the Lord before him?
How much do you love him? This is the question the Lord is asking. I'm able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all you could ask or imagine. But I ask my son, I ask my daughter, are you willing to lay your life down for me? Are you willing? Are you willing? For I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready, says the Lord. But I'm looking for those who love me. Lord, would you make us a people who love you, oh God? Teach us to love you, Lord. Not just in our words, oh God. The fire of God wants to release the fire of his love in our hearts. But God is asking, would you love me like I love you? This is what the Lord is saying. Are you willing to lay down your life for me? There are secrets that the Lord can only share with his friends. It is a place of intimacy that the Spirit of God is calling us to tonight. The Lord is saying that what you're looking for is to be found in me. And the Lord is reminding me of Colossians 1 that says, Nothing that was made was outside of Jesus. But it all starts with yes to him. Lord, my life is not my own. That's what the Lord is saying. That as many people are saying, Lord, I give you my life. I give you my life. I lay down my will. The Lord is ready to pour out his glory tonight. Lord, we cry out to you tonight, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, oh God. The turnaround is really in our affections for him. Lord, teach us to love you. Mm. Teach us to love you. I'm trying to move on. But the father's heart is for people who love him. Can we ask for his heart tonight? Give me your heart, Lord. Give me your heart. Give me your heart, Lord. Give me your heart. Give me your heart, Lord. Give me your heart. When I have your heart, I have everything. <laughs> Give me your heart, oh God. Give me your heart. Give us your heart, oh God. Give us your heart, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the story of the Shunammite woman is in 2 Kings from verse 4, and I just wanted to just draw out a few things, and then we're going to pray in the Spirit. Um, I'm going to paraphrase. So we know the story of the wealthy woman who spoke to her husband and talked about um, them having a room in their house for Elisha. And as I was meditating on it, the Lord was saying to me, we're in a season where we need to welcome the prophetic. And I just want to encourage everyone. I know you're here. You're participating because you're believing God for something. I want to encourage you as I encourage myself that let there be an alignment between what you're saying and what you're seeing. The Bible reminds us that, you know, we, we profit when we believe the word of the prophet. So when a season, just like this woman, she welcomed the prophetic. She asked for a room to be made for Elijah. Elisha. And then what was interesting, and you might be in that place like that woman, 
who when Elisha asked his servant to ask what the woman needed, she said she was fine. But you and I know that she had this need in her life where she was barren and she did not have a child. Is it possible that she had given up hope and that is there any area of our lives that I want us to bring before the Lord when we begin to pray? where it's not what you want, but you've settled. Because I believe tonight that there's a staring. As I prayed and as I'm praying, I'm seeing that the Lord is deploying angelic help to bring to us what we're waiting for. Some of us have given up, we've settled. But tonight is saying that tonight the Lord is saying, no, don't settle. Be like Caleb. Be hungry for that which I've shown you in the night, that which I've spoken to you in the quiet when there was nobody there. As we go on, he talked about how this woman's husband was old. Usually that means that when you look at the situation, it's a bit too late. This is not the season when this thing is meant to happen. But as long as, the, as long as the Lord lives, I come to say it to you tonight that the Lord is visiting dead situations in our lives. And the word that we have in Psalms 126, I want to encourage you as I encourage myself. The prophet spoke and the lady had a child. Years down the line, you know the story. The child died. And this time, the lady didn't say anything. All she kept saying was, all is well. And I guess what we learn from this story is regardless of what we see, there's another realm and we agree with what the word of God says. Just as we're going to pray tonight concerning every area of our life, we're going to speak to it that all is well and it would come alive. And then if you go to 2 Kings, I think it's verse chapter 8 again, what is incredible is that while Elisha's servant was speaking to this woman, to the king, because there had been a famine. So obedience to the word of God and to what you're hearing is critical at this time. Obedience is what the Lord is asking for. Obedience coupled with sacrifice leads to a breakthrough. Just wanted to mention that because when I was praying, the Lord wanted me to reiterate that. And then years down the line, this lady, based on what she'd been told to leave because there was a famine in the land, came back. And it just so happened that when Elisha was speaking, when Elisha's servant was speaking to the king who had the power and authority to be able to restore all that belonged to her, was when this lady appeared. So you can see that there are a number of prayer points that are in this story. I mean, I got like 10, but don't worry. What we want to pray about in the spirit is that anything in our life that's dead or that we're not even aware of, sometimes ignorance, but that belongs to us as we begin to pray, these things will begin to call, we're calling them back into our lives. Wherever they might have left, wherever they've left, we're agreeing with the will of heaven. God had a desire to give this woman a child, even though she might have given up. That anything that the Lord has for you and me tonight, whether we know it or not, we begin to call them from the north, from the west, from the east, from the south. And then we're going to pray that anything in our life that speaks of death, we begin to speak life over it in the name of Jesus. And then we're going to ask for divine orchestration 
where we're in the right place at the right time. And then we're asking the Lord for recovery. So these are the prayer points as you feel led, begin to pray them in the spirit. Lord, I thank you that you're God of restoration. I thank you that you're the God who does exceedingly abundantly, far above all we could ask or imagine. And Lord, tonight we begin to call those things that have left our lives or those things that should be in our lives that are not manifesting now. We begin to call them from the north, from the west, from the east, from the south. Lord, we begin to call things that are dead. We begin to speak your life over them, oh God. And Lord, I thank you for the Kairos moments that you've apportioned and ordained for our lives, oh God. Where we're in the right place at the right time, I begin to speak to our seasons, to align with the plan and purposes of God in the name of Jesus. Where a season is not aligned, I speak alignment into our seasons. Even in the mighty name of Jesus, we receive grace to be obedient at this time, oh God. We receive grace to welcome the prophetic in the name of Jesus. We make room for you, Lord. Oh, I speak to impossible situations. Become possible now in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Makorobo yege denege zigele mosokorobo yege. Jekele bosokorobo shaka. Arobo jege denege zigele mosokorobo yege. Jekele mosokorobo shika. Oh, rege denege zigele mosokorobo sheke. Arobo jege denege zigele mosokorobo yege. Arobo jege denege zigele mosoko. Impossible situations. The word of the Lord is against you. In the mighty name of Jesus, hear ye the word of the Lord. Mountains, I speak to you to move in the name of Jesus. We come in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, difficult relationships. Every situation of lack, I come against you. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord is our shepherd. We will not lack in the name of Jesus. I speak life in the name of Jesus to dead wombs in the name of Jesus. I speak life to dead relationships in the name of Jesus. I speak life over situations that are barren. I speak life in the name of Jesus. Where we're stuck, I come against every shackle. I come against shackles. I come against shackles. Stopping movements forward in the name of Jesus. Shackles break now in the name of Jesus. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Limitations to stop the movement of God's people. I speak over those limitations now in the name of Jesus. I declare 
a thoroughfare in the name of Jesus. Oh, progression in the name of Jesus. Not retrogression in the name of Jesus. Sevenfold return, oh God. Sevenfold return in the name of Jesus. Makorobo yege de negezike. Jekele mosokorobo shika. Arobo jege de negezike. Jenele mosokorobo yege. The Lord is showing me there are people who are looking for jobs. And the Lord is announcing that He's not just going to bring you a job, He's going to bring you a platform. It is not just a job, it is about your calling, it is about destiny. Stop asking for a job. Ask for the fullness of your inheritance, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We know that Jesus died. When we read the scriptures in John 3, 16, it talks about, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes will not perish. But he doesn't stop there. Verse 17 says that he did not come to condemn the world. This is harvest time all around us. And I just want us to cry out that we would see the harvest that's around us. We're the ones that the Lord is going to use. That we will not be consumed with our own problems or issues. But that we will go after the desires of the king. Because as we go after his desires, we're looked after. Lord, as we come tonight, oh God, can we ask for souls? Oh, we come tonight, oh God, we cry out to you, oh God. For what would it profit a man to gain the whole world? and to lose his soul. Lord, tonight we come as a people who have encountered your mercy, oh God. And we cry out, oh God, in this nation, oh God. We cry out for souls, oh God. Lord, fill our churches, oh God, with those that are hungering after you, oh God. Lord, tonight I'm asking for souls, oh God, as we go about our business, oh God. Prepare hearts, oh God, that are desperate for your love, oh God. Give us a heart for people, oh God. Oh, Father, let us move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, oh God. Give us words, oh God, that will be openings into the hearts of people, oh God. Let us see people, oh God, as people who need you just like we were once, oh God. Give us your heart for souls, oh God. Give us your heart for souls, oh God. Oh, give us souls, oh God. Lord, you said we should ask you for the nations. And you will give us for inheritance. Lord, this night we're asking for souls, oh God. We're asking for souls tonight, oh God. Can you ask God to give you souls? There are people all around you that you're the only one that the Lord wants to speak to them. Have you been absorbed with your own circumstances that you cannot see the harvest all around? Oh Lord, we ask for souls, oh God. I want souls, oh God. Father, I ask, oh God, for souls. Lord, this is the cry of my heart, oh God. Far beyond riches, oh God, I ask for souls, oh God. Lord, tonight we ask for your heart for souls, oh God. Oh, we ask, God, make us hot, Lord. Make us hot, oh God. Set us on fire 
Fire, Lord. Fire, fire. Let your fire come upon us, oh God. Passion for Jesus. Passion for souls, oh God. Every place where we're cold, oh God. Lord, I ask that you will cause us to be hot, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for those souls, oh God. Thank you for souls you are adding to the kingdom. Thank you for situations and circumstances, oh God, that you would orchestrate, oh God, that people will come to a saving knowledge of you. Lord, we thank you for a turnaround, oh God, where we burn for the things that you burn for, oh God. Oh, Father, we thank you. Can we just thank God this evening? Can we thank him for divine alignment? Can we thank him for the things he's shown? There's so much that the Lord is saying about breakthroughs. And the Lord is reminding us, I could go through all the list of the things that the Lord is highlighting as to what he's doing. But I think far more importantly than the turnaround, which we're assured will come, is that the Lord has our heart. When the Lord has our heart, we live life of turnarounds. We live lives of miracles constantly. Miracles become the norm. And I just want us to thank God tonight. Lord, we thank you for this time. Thank you for what you have established. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.